With Donald Trump arrested and arraigned, the cult behavior of MAGA Republicans is more dangerous and weirder than ever. Special counsel Jack Smith had some monumental wins in court this week, which is more devastating news for Donald Trump in an already devastating week with top former advisors being compelled to testify before the grand juries in Washington, D.C., and former Vice President Mike Pence stating that he will not be appealing an order from a federal judge requiring him to testify before the grand jury in D.C. Dominion's 1.6 billion dollar defamation case against Fox is set for trial with jury selection to begin on April 13th, folks. Rupert Murdoch and Lachlan Murdoch, they were trying to avoid testifying in public, but they will be compelled to testify based on a new ruling by Judge Eric Davis. A blockbuster report from ProPublica was released earlier in the day about the crimes committed by right-wing Extreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, who received millions of dollars of gifts, including lavish trips on private jets and super yachts from a Republican donor. Not only should Clarence Thomas resign or be impeached, but he should be arrested immediately for this despicable, despicable conduct. Meanwhile, Tennessee Republicans, speaking of despicable conduct, took a vote to expel three Democratic House members who stood with gun safety activists. Let's take a look at what happened in Tennessee and this overall trend of red states that have become so extremist. It is not hyperbole to call those governments oppressive authoritarian regimes right here in the United States of America. Folks, these are laboratories of autocracy. And as Democrats focus on jobs, increasing wages, lowering health care costs, protecting Social Security and Medicare infrastructure, protecting veterans, funding our military and government, equality, the rights of women to control their bodies. What are the Republicans focused on this week? Well, their fake outrage machine this week was focused on the Little Mermaid, it was too woke. Budweiser and Jack Daniels, way too woke for the MAGA Republicans. And the princess in Mario, she's not helpless enough anymore. And they're really worried about that. Folks, this is the Midas Touch podcast. I'm Ben Micellis, joined by Brett and Jordy Micellis. You can't make this stuff up. We've talked about it before. Sometimes these headlines seem like uh, they're straight out of idiocracy, but that's who the MAGA Republicans have become. Fascist idiocracy, full stop.
Oh, absolutely, Ben. And what we're witnessing is kind of like the mental breakdown of Republicans in real time happening right before our eyes. And I, I think the audience would probably remember a couple of weeks ago, I, I've honestly probably been saying this for a few months, as the cases against Trump have escalated, as the public has turned against Republicans and their lack of ideas. And when they, the only ideas they end up showing are theocratic fascist ideas, I've said, buckle up, folks, because things are about to go down. And I think right now is that moment. We are seeing the Republicans absolutely lose it, even be far more hinged than they've ever been in their entire lives. And I want everybody to know as we get into the news, because today we're going to be talking about some things that I know are topics that are some things that may be a little comical, but we're also going to be speaking about some serious topics, some very serious topics that are threatening this country, that are threatening this democracy. But I want everybody to know right up front that what we are witnessing are the dying gasps of a failed political party. Can't even call it a political party at this point. It's just a fascist movement, and it needs to be addressed as such. Enough of this, oh, there's Democrats and there's Republicans and there's liberals and there's conservatives. That's not what we are dealing with, folks. We are dealing with a pro-democracy coalition, and we are dealing with a failed fascist movement, and we will never give up, and all of this will only make us stronger. Jordy, how are you doing? Looking good. Thanks, man. Hey, I'm excited for today's show. Look, what's going on in Tennessee I'm just excited to start, you know, to discuss because it's it's that important. It's the most important story happening in this country right now. And if you're not aware, you need to be made aware of what's happening. It is a very scary scene, to say the least, of just the what the GOP in Tennessee is doing right now is uh, disgusting and traitorous to this country. So I'm excited to dive into today's show. Brett, you said it. It's going to be a serious show. We'll have our funny elements as brothers like we usually do, but this is an important one, folks, so buckle up. Let's get into both the serious and funny kind of all at once, though, and let's pull up this post by Charlie Kirk, though. I, I want to start by talking about this post where, you know, th- this is who the MAGA Republicans are. Now, Charlie Kirk is not some fringe figure, right? He's one of the main influencers for the modern day Republican Party. And uh, so is Matt Walsh, you know, and these are very hateful people. They spew these racist statements every day and conspiracy theories, and they feed off of that. And they are putting forward views, though, that are mainstream Republican views. That's why I say you can't just call them conservative. Like, this isn't conservative. This is weird. This is hateful. This is racist. This is despicable. And you got to just call it out. So Matt Walsh, one of these right-wingers, says, here's what we should do. Pick a victim, gang up on it, and make an example of it. We can't boycott every woke company or even most of them, but we can pick one. It hardly matters which. And target it with a ruthless boycott campaign. Claim one scalp, then move on to the next. And Charlie Kirk goes, I agree, Matt. That's how Charlie Kirk talks. I agree, Matt. Let's start with Budweiser. Since 2008, it's been owned by a Dutch multinational. Plenty of American-owned alternatives, and it's an un it's an awful product. Let's put Budweiser out of business. What say you? And what Budweiser featured a a, a trans activist, um, you know, I, I, in one of their ads. 
Um, and because the MAGA Republicans don't want to treat trans people equally, that now it's like, oh, we have to cancel Bud. And you have Kid Rock making videos of himself like shooting Budweiser. I mean, I think we, we have it right here as, as I talk, like, you know, pulling out his assault weapon and shooting Budweiser cans. I mean, it, this behavior and then they go, oh, we're we're con, we're conservative. This is what conservatives do. Nothing conservative about that. That's what people who hate others do. It's weird. It's despicable. And and, and it's and it's got to stop. But and this is this is mainstream Republican stuff. Yeah. And like, let me not mince words at all. I mean, this is the Nazi movement. This is a white nationalist movement. This is a movement that is built on hate and pure hate. And what they fail to realize, and this is something that it's a common theme that we discuss on the show, what they fail to realize is they think that they are the silent majority, but they really are the loud AF minority who just won't shut up and won't stop pumping their toxicity into the bloodstream of the United States of America. And that's what we're seeing here. And, and they, overestimate their power. You know, when they say, go woke, go broke, go woke, go broke. Listen, these companies are gigantic multinational corporations with the most cutting edge research on who their customers are. And guess what? Their research says that their main drinkers of their product are not Charlie Kirk, okay? <laughs> and what these people fail to realize is these younger generations, especially Gen Z, who they seem to piss off at every single step of the way, Gen Z actually supports equal rights. Gen Z is open to accepting trans people. How about that? Like, it's it's not even a matter of they don't want transgender people to have equal rights when they make these sorts of claims like Charlie Kirk. They don't want trans people to exist. I want that yep. to be clear. That's, that is at the core of all this stuff. So even just the notion of having a trans person be a spokesperson amongst a multitude of spokespeople, many spokespeople, that right there is enough to go, I am going to boycott. But they lack the knowledge or, or the uh, insight or introspection rather to That's actually understand that they are not that popular that actually you know what most of the united states of america they hate your guts charlie kirk they hate you republicans and this is being shown time and time again in every single election that we see in every political movement that we see the american people overwhelmingly reject maga oh. they reject this hate movement but they still consider themselves to be the voice of the people they cannot be further from it yeah, because Americans, by and large, are not hateful people. You know, it's one of the things we talk about here at the Midas Touch podcast and at the network all the time, right? Like compassion, decency, intelligence, like large media networks don't even talk about like like that can never get lost in our discussions. And that's not a leftist view, right? When we talk about equality, oh, you're so woke, you're a, you're a leftist. And how are you politicizing the issue? Because I believe that people should be treated equally, that I believe we should treat people with the respect. That's right. That's very leftist. Like so woke. That's a, that's that's a radical view. That's woke, a word that apparently MAGA Republicans aren't even able to define. And one of the interesting things too is that you know these MAGA Republicans in trying to do this boycott campaign. Like they're going back in years now and now they're learning that for a, a fairly long period of time, companies talked about equality as well and they talked about LGBTQ plus rights, right? Like one of the things that they've been focused on this week, like Marjorie Taylor Greene and other actual MAGA politicians is they want to cancel 
Jack Daniels right now. And the reason they want to cancel Jack Daniels is because in 2021, two years ago, they did a campaign featuring RuPaul and drag queens. So now they want to cancel that. That's a major focus as well. This week, Fox was talking about The Little Mermaid was uh, too woke. Um, Little Mermaid. They're (laughs) They're back to The Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah. The Little Mermaid lyrics. There's this right-wing commentator. I'm not even going to play this video of this right-wing commentator, Anna Perez, though. And she was very outraged that Princess Peach in the new Super Mario Brothers movie is not being portrayed as a helpless princess. And that is very offensive. I just don't even want to give her airtime on That's our, a good idea. And, and uh, on our then- show. You know what? And all these t- things, they're they're telling on themselves every single time. Like that statement, like Princess Peach, she should be helpless. She should need she should need a man to do everything for her. That's that's what Princess Peach should do. Oh, the drag race, the this, the trans, the that. It's all about wanting to rewind the clock of the United States of America back to a time when white men ran everything. I mean, that's that's it. They missed that time. And what they've seen is that the future, they've lost the future entirely. I mean, we'll talk about the race in Wisconsin uh, soon, which was a huge victory for Democrats in the Supreme Court race in Wisconsin, a huge resounding victory that stunned and shocked the Republican Party. I mean, they got beat bad, folks. And you know why they got beat bad? Because they got rejected. You know what, Brett? They are hated by the... Yes. It's our podcast. We could we could do anything we want, huh? I mean, we're talking, we could just move talk. around. Shuffle, Wait, shuffle, shuffle, shuffle the deck a little bit. <laughs> you could talk about Wisconsin. Yeah, but but my my point is is that in Wisconsin, what the data is already showing is that Gen Z showed up in incredible numbers to vote against the Republican Party. And what all the data has been showing me from the midterms, from the Biden election, from really every special election we've seen, from the votes in various states on abortion rights when that's put on the ballot, the young people are sick of Republicans and the data is actually showing that as they get older, they're not becoming more right wing, which is right. normally what happens to generations. But this generation is so disgusted by the filth of the Republican Party that they are refusing to to follow that trend uh, the American people have <laughs> gone, gone on. And so they're terrified. Honestly, the Republican Party, if you've seen, I spent far too much time in the past 48 hours looking through the feeds of these Republicans and watching their panic. They are fearful. They are scared. They know they've lost the future. That's what this is all about. The future is gone. They've lost. And and on a democratic platform, they've lost. So right now we're witnessing the dying gasp of the Republican Party. And their only options right now are let's pull whatever fascist moves that we could do that subvert the will of the voters. We will do whatever we want while we still can because our time is running out. The Republican Party. Sorry, Jordy, all you, all you. I was going to say the Republican Party, Brett, as you say, professional rake steppers and even their media, professional rake steppers. And that's why Gen Z overwhelmingly is just disapproving of of them, of the Republican mantra of these MAGA optics, because there's so much great information and tools. And I know we could go into a whole thing about how we're living in the misinformation and disinformation age because of social media and whatnot. And yes, I totally believe that. But these young people, what they're doing is they're seeing all of these MAGA Republicans day in and day out just rally around very hateful behavior, very hateful rules and policies every single day, no matter what app they go to, they see the Charlie Kirks, they see the Sean Hannity's, they see the Tuckers and the Marjorie Taylor Greens, and they say, hey, no, 
I'm not aligning myself. These people look like lunatics. I know when I'm older, I can do better than these people who are put in this position of power and information age. So I think that's a huge remember step when, up. Remember when we compared political parties to like an actual house party? Yes. And we talked about how like if, if you were a Gen Z or, or, or even a, a Gen later than that, and you were looking <laughs> at just the different parties, right, of like which house do you want to go into? And on the one hand, you have like Democrats who are, you know, pretty much acting normal and talking about real issues and having dialogue and discourse and debate. And then you look at the other party and it's like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Charlie Kirk and uh, Jim Jordan and Jim James Comer and Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert and you know they're all being weird and and yelling and they have their guns and 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 you you look at that and and here's the thing that's not even conservative like that's what like that that's why we can't call that conservative like that is fascist it is weird it is not normal and you just have to call out that behavior for what it is like look let's let's look at michigan for example, right? Did you see the speech by DeSantis in Michigan? I, I don't know. Is he pretending that he's still running for president while he's still on the cult? <laughs> like, I, I'm genuinely not sure what DeSantis is doing. Is it's another self-flagellation tour? He like walks around, <laughs> then Donald Trump like just says all these despicable things about him. All of the kind of modern day Republicans are MAGA Republicans, so they absolutely hate DeSantis. DeSantis gives these like bizarre speeches where all he does is talk about woke and he's like, we got to get the woke. The woke is here. The woke is there. The woke is there. It's like, it's like, and it's like, Mr. DeSantis, Donald Trump has just called you, you know, desanctimonious idiot. He says that you are the worst human being alive. He says that you are a traitor. He says that you are a rhino that is worse. What is your response? Woke? Woke? I don't know what to say about that. Here, let's just play this clip. This is DeSantis pretending he's running for president. And just, I think in his speech, he just says woke like eight times in 30 seconds. Let's, play let's, let, let's count them. So yes, we fight the woke in the legislature, but we also fight the woke in the schools. We fight the woke in the bureaucracy and we fight the woke in corporate America. Our bottom line is we do not surrender to the woke mob Florida's where woke goes to die. Why'd you the get your stupidest line? Like, I'm not good so at counting, but I think I got five. <laughs> I, think there was, I think there were six. <laughs> as, 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 Gen, as Gen Z would say, that's just super cringy right there, right? Like, you it's super cringe. Man, like, it's super cringe. I had like secondhand embarrassing, embarrassment watching it. Like, like, I, like I, I don't feel bad for the guy, but if he had a, like a soul, I would feel a little bad for him because it really is. Like that to me, it just doesn't even play like for anybody at this point like what are you even saying that's absolutely you're so right you're you're so what what bubble is he even trying to placate towards by just (laughs) saying shouting woke every third word it's humiliating and ben i want to say it again right now on this podcast you put trump up against desantis for the republican primary he's not desantis is not even taking florida he's not he's not (laughs) well liked by by his own state do we have the video of the uh, head of the Michigan Republican Party, though? So so DeSantis is speaking in Michigan, okay? I'm going to show you now the chairperson 
of the Michigan Republican Party. This is the leader of all Republicans in the state of Michigan. <laughs> so I was taking my walk this morning and look what I ran across. A vulture eating a possum. As soon as I saw that, you know what I thought about? Us, the American people, as the possum and the vulture is the globalist political left. And the sad part about it is most people don't realize it because they distract you with a bunch of little stupid stuff like, look at that misogyny, look at that homophobia, look at that racism, the poor people, we're going to help you all. So people are like, oh, they're for the little guys and I'm little, so they're going to help me. It's a distraction. It is a ruse. They are trying to set up a globalist system with one economic, one religious, and one political system for us all to adhere to in America is in the way. That is why they hate Donald Trump so much. He's getting in the way of their agenda. And they use these foolish little celebrities to sell it to you guys. And don't you care about people to stop guns? What is the Second Amendment for? You really trust governments that much to not kill us? Quit being naive. Stalin, Mao, Hitler, okay? Uh, Fidel Castro, Che Guevara. Governments have done atrocious things to their people. Are you that naive to think it can never happen here? Yeah, that's the, that's the leader of the Michigan Republican Party. And by the way, like if you were to if you were to go say, OK, well, who is the chairperson of the Arizona Republican Party? Right. Right. What do they say? Like, uh, I am the orange mafia. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, Ward. No, it's all insane. And they wonder Ward. why they're not orange winning mafia. elections. Yeah, they wonder why they're not winning elections and they wonder like, you know, I, it's it's been weird watching them attempt introspection. But like in Michigan, for example, Democrats control the Michigan government now for the first time in 40 years. It's a big deal. And they're able to do uh, big things because of that. And Republicans are out there scratching their heads, like butting their heads against each other. Why aren't why aren't we winning elections? I just, I can't put my finger. Maybe it's the kids that are wrong. Maybe it's Maybe the indoctrination. It's the Maybe yeah, it's, it's the, the possum it's the and the possum. hawk that ate the possum, and maybe there was a, a maybe it's because the hawk ate the possum, and the possum was chasing a little cricket. Maybe that's what <laughs> was happening. <laughs> Let me show you uh, Scott Walker. Uh, you know, he used to be governor of Wisconsin. Uh, let me see if I could find what he had to say because he spoke to this exact uh, issue about Wisconsin. And this was his take on Wisconsin. Younger voters may be behind the stinging loss for conservative conservatives enough. Like, stop pretending. In Wisconsin this week, in November, 18 to 29 year olds in Wisconsin went with the radical candidate by 40 points. You're the radical people. That's what you don't, you're the radical, that's why you're being rejected. And then this is what he blames. This is his, you know, this is his, what he came up with. Digital ads, student coalitions, none of these will have to do it. We'll have to do, we'll have to undo years of liberal indoctrination. Yes, that's what it is. It's liberal indoctrination. No, it's your hateful, bigoted, backwards looking mindset that nobody is attracted to. I don't know why you think these are winning ideas. And when they lose these campaigns over and over, they go, oh, the kids must be brainwashed. Oh, maybe we actually should raise the voting age from 18 to 25. Maybe that's what we should do. How about how, how about that? Maybe yeah, we need actually more Donald director, Trump. What about the policy director of the right-wing org, American Principles? Do we have that uh, post that they had? And this is what, this was the take. I want you to break down Wisconsin. I know you're itching to talk about Wisconsin. Um, do we have this take from this person, though, who says, Republicans need to figure out, wow, 
wow, that's going to be tough for the Ben Eyes right there. <laughs> ben, what are you working with these days? What's what's the vision down to for the audience? Oh, the the vision. I, I know my vision from contacts. I'm like a five point five on the contacts. <laughs> we need we, we need is, a glasses and contact sponsor next. That's what we need we, for you. Ben. We, we we definitely do. It's re, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best though. Republicans yeah. need to figure out the abortion issue asap. We are getting killed by indie voters who think we support full bans with no exceptions. It's time for everybody to suck it up and unify behind Lindsey Graham's 15-week abortion ban bill with exceptions. That's the play. The alternative is suiciding the pro-life movement. We are months away from that happening. We just lost Wisconsin by like 15. If the pro-life movement doesn't figure this out and get the GOP on board, the GOP is going to just abandon the issue and eventually start telling voters they don't care about saving babies. Ego checks need to happen now. It's do or die time. By the way, this was like a tweet. Like, was he trying to be like, hey, kiddos, you want to listen to some hip hop? Like, why Why were they saying, like, who who even speaks in that type of grammar? <laughs> like I said, they're, 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 they're panicking. They're, they're completely panicked. And yeah. like, and, and they're like ill. They're like, they're sick people. Honestly, yep. they're sick people and they don't realize it. And, and it's part of the problem. And they don't realize that, you know, guess what? Like, people actually don't like when the government controls their bodies. Like, if, if there's one thing, that the American people agree upon across the political spectrum, it's one word, freedom. Freedom kind of rules all in America. Now, there are a lot of different ideas of what freedom means. For a lot of, for many years, Republicans have been able to claim the mantle of freedom, even though it's been BS for many, many, many years. But now they've just gotten so in your face with their overt control. I mean, you have DeSantis in Florida uh, trying to criminally prosecute Disney because Disney embarrassed him in public governmental forms by by making an agreement to their covenant that doesn't let DeSantis have authoritarian control over their business. You have states banning banning women. From crossing state lines to get an abortion. I, I mean, when you, when you have states actually fundamentally trying to control Idaho. people and corporate, yeah, that's in Idaho. When you have people fundament the government fundamentally trying to control people like that, guess what? You've lost the freedom argument. And when you lose the freedom argument, you lose the American people. And and that's what we're witnessing right, right. there. You mentioned Florida. Florida wants to ban girls from being allowed to talk about their periods in schools and wants to create a database of girls' menstrual cycles. And um, Small government. And you have, Just classic small you government. Things, Kansas right? passed a law to inspect kids' genitals. Kansas House Speaker Republican Daniel Hawkins just passed a new anti-LGBTQ bill that allows for forced genital inspections of children in this order guy. for them to play sports. That's the guy right there. Um, and they are working on these types of bills across the country. That's the in general their, inspector guy right there. In this is the guy who wants to look at your kids' autocracy. genitals. Idaho bans interstate travel for abortion. Idaho on Wednesday became the first state to make it illegal for minors to leave the state to get an abortion without parental consent. The first of its kind law imposes criminal penalties on anyone who helps a person under 18 leave the state for an abortion and classifies this as the crime of abortion of abortion trafficking. Uh, the new law signed by Governor Brad Little would create a crime, a crime called abortion trafficking carrying penalties 
penalty of two to five years in jail for anyone who helps a person under 18 get an abortion or obtain abortion pills without permission from a parent or guardian. That, that's what's taking place in those states. Oh, by the way, and Arkansas passed a child labor law. That's what they're doing there, uh, where Governor Sarah Huckabee <laughs> Sanders, her, her big first bill that she passed and signed was that American flag should be made in America. Like, okay, like we're, we're fine with that. But like, what are you talking about? Like, why, why? we've celebrated that the flags will be made in America. Okay, they probably should be anyway. And okay, like, why are you celebrating that as a thing? Like, great, fantastic. But um, Huckabee there, Sanders signed a law rolling back requirements that the state verify the ages of workers under 16 and provide them with work certificates permitting them to work, basically. So 14 and 15 year olds, uh, you know, you know, focused on, on working. Those are the issues that they are uh, focused on there, Brett. And why don't you tell us the big win in Wisconsin? Because I know wait, that- well, let's just tease Wisconsin just one more. Because I just want I just want to reiterate all of the like like what you just explained is crazy. Like that that's crazy behavior from from Kansas to Huckabee Sanders. I mean, it, it's absolutely just lunatics everywhere. And this is the problem, folks, with legacy media. They'll look at Huckabee Sanders. They'll look at the Kansas House Speaker Republican Daniel Hawkins, who wants to bro, let's pull up that picture of him again, who wants to inspect your children's genitals. They'll look at these people and they'll say, these are conservatives. These people right here, they represent conservative ideals. That's just not true. It's not true. These are radical, unhinged ideas. And you need to push back on legacy media when they frame these issues. You need to call a spade a spade. There are democracy-loving people out there who deeply care about this country. These people who we're showing here, they don't care about this country. They care about their fascist regime. They care about these lunacy policies to inspect your children's genitals. And I, I got to show you this clip because I, I got to uh, I got to tease this one out because we got to talk about this. We've got to talk about what went down in Wisconsin. Um, but Brett, I want I, I want to get all of our reactions I, to this I'm, clip. I, I'm worried now. Which what's it going to be? This is Lindsey Graham. Oh, boy. After Donald Trump is criminally arraigned in Manhattan. Oh, boy. Uh, he's arrested. Lindsey Graham, like, makes himself look like Donald Trump. I, 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 I want you to, to play the video. Come on. I'm sorry I'm so upset, but please help President Trump. If you can fi- afford five or ten bucks, if you can't afford a dollar, fine. Just pray. Make sure you vote as early as you can in your state. Don't risk anything anymore. Vote as soon as you can. Pray for this country. Pray for this president. And if you got any money to give, give it. We will react to orange. <laughs> Uh, we will react to orange Lindsey Graham right after this quick break. And now let's take a quick break to talk about our next partner, FastGrowingTrees.com. Breathe some life into your own backyard with FastGrowingTrees.com this spring. From shade to fresh fruit to privacy and natural beauty, let FastGrowingTrees.com help you plant your dream garden with their expert advice and fast, reliable shipping. FastGrowingTrees.com's plant expert, they curate thousands of easy-to-grow plant, shrub, and tree varieties for your unique climate, from Meyer lemons to evergreens and everything in between. Happy plants, happy home. Am I right? But sometimes it's hard to know which plants will do best. Well, no problem. Because with FastGrowingTrees.com, you get customized recommendations based on your specific needs. Plus, their plant experts are always available to help keep your plants growing healthy through the season and beyond. 
No more waiting in long lines and hauling heavy plants around. With FastGrowingTrees.com, you order online and your plants, they arrive at your door in just a few days. Now, I love Fast Growing Trees because I found the Meyer lemon tree that I was looking for at a great price and you will too. And with Fast Growing Trees 30 Day Alive and Thrive Guarantee, you know everything will look great fresh out of the box. Now join over 1.5 million happy Fast Growing Trees customers. Go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash Midas Touch now to get 15% off your entire order. That's 15% off your entire order at fastgrowingtrees.com slash Midas Touch. Let's go. Hey, I love fast growing. I love fastgrowingtrees.com slash Midas Touch. So if you are in the market for any tree whatsoever, check out that website. It helps the show. I love them. I want them again as a sponsor. Fastgrowingtrees.com slash Midas Touch. Do you remember the choose your own adventure stories growing love, up? Used to love those. Love them. All right. We could. All right. Let's choose our own adventure. Do we talk about the Lindsey Graham? I mean, I did tease it, so I feel obliged. I think we, we, we got to do Lindsey Graham. I think we do Lindsey Graham. I think we do a little Wisconsin, Tennessee. Uh, Trump, Jack Smith, right? Uh, we'll, 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 we'll see, but let's, let's work, let's, in, pro- work, work in progress. Work All right. In progress. So let's, obviously, let's play Donald Trump was arrested. He was criminally arraigned. We, we've covered that here on the Midas Touch Network. You could watch uh, some of our prior coverage there. Uh, but the responses to it were so <laughs> cultish and strange and bizarre. For those just joining, I'll show you Lindsey Graham's response to Donald Trump being uh, criminally arraigned and arrested in Manhattan, uh, and then we will uh, respond to it. Here, play that clip again. I'm sorry I'm so upset, but please help President Trump. If you can fi- afford five or ten bucks, if you can't afford a dollar fine, just pray. Make sure you vote as early as you can in your state. Don't risk anything anymore. Vote as soon as you can. Pray for this country. Pray for this president. And if you got any money to give, give it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just so mad. Look, if you've got money out there, you know who you know who really needs your money? A billionaire. Someone who pretends to be a billionaire. G- give him $5 because clearly this is someone who just can't af- this is someone who just can't afford to pay their own legal bill. You know, here's the funny thing. Oh, shucks. Oh, shucks about Donald Trump. <laughs> So here's the funny thing about him. He's so wealthy that he needs your $5, okay? He needs your $5. How else is he going to afford Joe Takapina? I mean, Joe Takapina charges at least 20 bucks. So uh. <laughs> it, It's funny on, on one network. I say funny, not actually. But, but they show Trump's plane, his private plane that's branded Trump. And then in the next breath, you have Lindsey Graham cr- crying on TV, <laughs> asking for $5 yeah. for Donald hey, Trump. Coach D did an incredible yes, uh, Coach video D. on this. But just think about it. Like you're a January 6th insurrectionist. You were called to action. You show up. You're stuck in jail. You can't pay your legal fees. <laughs> Donald Trump's not paying your legal fees. And he's out there now begging for money, uh, $5, $10 to grift off of for for his legal fees. I mean, can can you just b- imagine that? I mean, look, Brett. And, well, and we also just got to specify for the listeners out there that Lindsey Graham's skin is orange. He dyed his skin orange. He he got he got a fake tan to look more like Donald Trump. And not only that, he dyed his hair to look more like Donald Trump and he combed it in more of a Donald Trump style. I mean, you don't get any weirder of a cult than that. I mean, if you if you don't believe us that it is a cult, 
That's what cults do. They try to mimic the look of their leader. It is the most bizarre thing ever. And Lindsay Inga looks incredibly scared, incredibly panicked, and is begging to send money to Donald Trump. I can only imagine whatever they have on Lindsey Graham has to make like Jeffrey Dahmer and Jeffrey Epstein blush. Like it's got to be really, really, really bad. Remember that is not the behavior of a normal. Remember when Brendan Fraser got some flack when he was doing his Oscar tour, and every interview he started to cry during the interviews. And like it, it, Lindsey Graham, every time he's on TV, he's hysterical crying. Like there well, are don't, don't don't you dare compare Lindsey Graham to Brendan Fraser. All right, ever, let me immediately ever, let, ever again. Let me immediately ever retract again. because I'm not making that comparison. That there anyone to say. I'm just talking about a specific instance of things. And Lindsey Graham is now. You know oh, what? You just became just, the least favorite. How, you just became dang, how, dang, how, dang. How, I just, just became professional, the least professional rake stepper, Jordy. Damn. Yeah, you, How dare yeah. you? But here, Jordy, I, I will show somebody worse than you right now. Um, please, to, please. to take the, take the heat off. This me. is <laughs> Newt Gingrich. Hey. Let's hey, show hey, Newt Gingrich to save Jordy from that take. Um, this Ooh. is what Newt Gingrich said about Donald Trump's speech after <laughs> Trump was uh, criminally arraigned and arrested. Play this. And I think, frankly, the more calm and the more reasonable the Trump is, the harder the Democrats' problem is. That's why I thought yesterday was a very significant moment. He didn't rant and rave. He didn't try to arouse his supporters. He very calmly went into court. He very calmly gave a talk that was disciplined and orderly. Um, If he strips away the weaknesses they want to attack, uh, the Democrats have nothing left to campaign on. Disciplined and orderly. Okay, okay, Newt Gingrich. Okay, let's play the clip of Donald Trump's speech at Mar-a-Lago. Let's start with the one of him saying that uh, the judge is a Trump-hating judge with a Trump-hating wife and a Trump-hating family. Let's play that one. And this is where we are right now. I have a Trump-hating judge with a Trump-hating wife and family whose daughter worked for Kamala Harris and now receives money from the Biden-Harris campaign and a lot of it. It's a very disciplined move right there. Attack the judge, the judge's wife, disciplined. and the judge's daughter. Very, very disciplined. Newt. I mean, the gaslighting is on such a deranged North Korea level that you just got to call it out and go, what? How about this one? How about Trump calling for the prosecutor, Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan District Attorney, to be prosecuted and then also attacks Uh, Alvin Bragg's wife. Play that clip. The criminal is the district attorney because he illegally leaked massive amounts of grand jury information. For which he should be prosecuted or at a minimum he should resign. And Alvin Bragg's wife confirmed a report that claimed her husband has Trump nailed on felonies. Very, very disciplined there. And, and I, I especially think it's very disciplined when he's just talking and then he just goes like that. Like, that is a very disciplined thing for somebody to do here. Watch this one where he now attacks randomly New York Attorney General Letitia James. This is just super weird. She even assured her supporters in an election promise that we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. He's going to know my name personally. And then she claimed that I was an illegitimate president. Thank you. Think of that. With all, with all we did, 
with all we did on energy, with all we did on the military, on taxes, biggest tax cuts in history, biggest regulation cuts in history, right to try, people able to get drugs now that aren't approved. Hopefully you don't have that problem. I mean, there's so many deranged things about that where she said, I'm going to get you. I mean, you know, we could go there. But when he talks about his accomplishments, uh, he's trying to like now make the argument that he did what Biden did, like lower health care costs. And remember, he's the person who said, I'm going to have a health care plan that's better than Obamacare. I'm going to be the one who has an infrastructure plan. Hold up, he hold did- up, hold up, Ben. To be fair, it's coming in two weeks. It's still coming in two weeks. Yeah, it's two weeks from now. Just give him, give him two more weeks. I'm sure he'll be here. Biden's infrastructure plan. Trump actually was the reason that Biden did the infrastructure plan. <laughs> two, yeah. The, redu- yeah. the reduction in prescription drug prices, <laughs> protecting Social Security, lowering the costs of Medicare. That was actually that was actually with Trump. How, how about this one? The the kind of anti-Semitic dog whistle about Jack Smith, where he says. Uh, um, you know, Jack Smith, that's, is that even his real name? It's, it's not George Soros. He doesn't say that, but the implication is that Jack Smith's name, everyone goes, well, why does he say this about Jack Smith? Is that his real name? It's an anti-Semitic dog whistle. He's saying that Jack Smith probably has a Jewish last name, but calls himself Jack Smith to hide that. That's why, but, but play this clip. But nobody's done it like Joe Biden. This lunatic special prosecutor named Jack Smith, I wonder what it was prior to a change. He's even worse than they are, is only looking at Trump, yet Joe Biden took massive amounts, more documents, even removed many boxes to Chinatown. Jordy, what do you think is going on there? Tell me about it. A lot of the sniffling. I don't want to get us. I don't want to step in a rake again and get us kicked off YouTube. So I'm no, not going to say anything. I don't think you'd step on a rake, but if you don't want to get us kicked off because you have some theories, then I understand that. Oh, I have theories. <laughs> oh, I have theories. Midas after dark. And then when he randomly goes, <laughs> and, you remember uh, that? Then he go. Then he goes, and and uh, President Biden had those documents in Chinatown. I mean, like, and then and then Newt Gingrich, and they go on Fox and go, you know what? Very disciplined. But by the way, what we, we showed on the other Midas Touch podcast, New York Times did a whole story. I was just about to say, yeah. About, oh, it's a much more disciplined campaign. No, it's not. No, it's the freaking weirdest thing in the – what are you talking about? That's why I, I love the Midas Touch Network. And granted, I'm biased. Yes. But like it, <laughs> it, 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 it's not normal. Like this is no. not normal behavior. And so I'm not going to look at that and be like, oh, no, that's just a conservative. That's just – that's normal times. And here's the final clip I want to play to kind of finish off my Newt Gingrich trying to claim that this is normal and, and, and decent. This is Donald Trump just saying, yeah, I steal all the documents. Because I can, I can just get whatever <laughs> I want. On. Yeah. But isn't that real obstruction? That's obstruction. As president, I have the right to declassify documents. And the process is automatic if I take them with me. It's automatic. Declassify. Biden was vice president. Sniffles are going crazy in this one. He had absolutely no right to declassify as vice president. He doesn't come under the non-criminal Presidential Records Act. He comes under the very criminal Federal Records Act, unfortunately for him. But it's not going to matter because they don't follow the law. 
By the way, that must be great for the audio listeners only right now, just hearing all three of us <laughs> yeah, sniffle into yeah. the microphones. Some, some quality. See, so you get you get the, the information, but you also get that Midas ASMR. You all, yeah, you also I get mean, you also get that. It's, uh, it's it's good stuff. I mean, what we're witnessing, folks, that's it's completely deranged, and this is not normal stuff. And we should not act like this is normal. And this is the leader of the Republican Party. This is who they all bow down to. And, you know, through all the chats about, you know, is this going to help Trump in the in the election? Is it going to help Trump in the Republican primary? Like, A, he's already a lock for the Republican primary. And if this helps him in the Republican primary more, which I'll give you that, it, it probably will solidify the support in the, in the cult. Okay. <laughs> in the cult. Guess what? Great. Fantastic. Because like I said, the American people hate this man. Most people hate this guy. And any sort of bump that they think they're going to get from the MAGA base, guess what? The bump that Democrats are going to get from wanting to come out to make sure this guy is never president is going to be like 10x of anything of these MAGA losers, honestly. Yeah, look, the, the purpose of a presidential election is not to pick the candidate who's going to kill you, okay? The the purpose of a pre- or, or any election, right, is not to pick like the kind of just the the biggest maniac malignant narcissist idiot like that's not like when you pick a leader right we're picking someone who's making life and death decisions over us over our family over our friends over our community over our country over our world how could you watch that like that's disqualifying from any job anywhere yes other than being in the republican party today as a republican politician could you imagine if you were at work and you were let's just say you were an accountant right and you were going towards tax season right you're going through it and and the person that you're working with just goes brett i want to let you know that I don't like these numbers. It's part of a deep state conspiracy. They're out to get me. And they're not just out to get me. They're out to get your numbers too. You're like, okay, what are you talking about? Can you get rid of this person? What in the world? You know, and there's there's really no place at all in America where a Marjorie Taylor Greene, a Lauren Boebert, a Matt Gates. A Jim Jordan, a James Comer, a Paul Gosar. You could go on. It's, it's pretty much every one of them right now where they could get a job other than being a MAGA Republican because they're hateful, they're racist, mm-hmm. they lie, they're incompetent. E- even in their lies, when they have these hearings, like they don't even think a few steps ahead of the hearing. So when they say the lie, like when Matt Gates like cites something, well, didn't you know this? And then like the witness is like, uh, are 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 you reading Chinese propaganda right now? Or are you literally <laughs> reading the Communist Party's propaganda paper? Um, you know, and Matt Gates like, yeah, but all right, all right, let's put that in the record. Let 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 let's move on. <laughs> you know, and, and and speaking of their incompetence, like like this is James Comer. James Comer chairs the oversight committee, one of the most powerful committees, MAGA Republican, one of the most powerful committees in all of the House of Representatives, right? Not a lawyer. Let's also think about the Judiciary Committee, right? Jim Jordan. Out of every human being that you could possibly appoint to the Judiciary Committee, why would you pick someone who is not a licensed lawyer? 
someone who went to law school but didn't even take or pass a bar exam. And by the way, doesn't doesn't make you not qualified for other things, but why in the judiciary committee would you just pick <laughs> someone who like rolls up their sleeves and then just basically pretends to be a lawyer? Like m- maybe for that committee, we can just pick the licensed lawyer. And, and here's what happens when you have these incompetent people. They're so incompetent that they then admit to the crimes publicly, thus even undermining their their fascist attentions in the first place. That's part of the idiocracy. Like, look, this is James Comer after Donald Trump's criminal arrest and arraignment. He goes on Fox and Friends and says, you know what? I took some calls yesterday from some prosecutors in Kentucky and Tennessee, and they're eager to go after the Bidens. Here, play this clip of James Comer just admitting to a malicious prosecution. Play this clip. He's overstepped. And I'll tell you one of the things that I don't think has been picked up a lot that's going to be a problem. And and I had two calls yesterday, one from a county attorney in Kentucky and one from a county attorney in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. They they were Republican, obviously, that both states are are heavily Republican. They want to know if there are ways they can go after the Bidens now. And they've opened up a can of worms. They set precedents now that we can't go back on. Did you know that they set some precedents now? (laughs) <laughs> they set some presidents like he doesn't even know the words that he's like, like. Here's the thing. Like, not only is that fascist, not only is he admitting to a crime, but he's like he's like an idiot. He's like a he's a, he's moronic, you know, and he's like, like an idiot, they man. set he some presidents right now. Some major presidents have been set right there. <laughs> and these, these prosecutors who I'm now going to be responsible for them losing their law license because if they called me and said, how can we go? So the prosecutors from, let me get this straight, the prosecutors from Kentucky and Tennessee called the chairman of the oversight committee who has nothing to do with their local and state prosecutions, right? So they sacrificed the sovereignty of their prosecutorial powers to ask the federal government, do I have this right? I thought they were for small states government, to ask the House of Representative chairman of the oversight committee to what? To give them advice how to, quote, go after the Bidens? Like, what are you even talking about? And and look, thankfully, it's an idiocracy. Thankfully, these people are morons. But that's why we have to call it out like in real in real time. And just speaking of their moronic moves, did you see that the House Oversight Committee and the Judiciary Committee also sent a subpoena to Mark Pomerantz, uh, who was one of the prosecutors before Alvin Bragg took over and then resigned while Alvin Bragg was there? Because Pomerantz, Uh, under Cy Vance was doing the investigation of Donald Trump. Now, Pomerantz wants Donald Trump to be prosecuted for more crimes. He thought that the Stormy Daniels case wasn't enough. So I just want to understand what the, like, like, let's think through this MAGA, like they don't think through their plan. Okay, like, let's just assume you get Pomerantz, which you have no right to do. But let's say you do the hearing with Pomerantz. So, you know, you have your stupid weaponization committee or whatever it's called. You put Pomerantz there and you're going to have Pomerantz. He's going to give his opening statement and Pomerantz is going to talk about how Donald Trump committed all these other crimes. And Pomerantz (laughs) is going to – and then the Democrats are going to ask Pomerantz, so – 
So you think that not only should Trump have been prosecuted for Stormy, but all of the fraudulent valuations. Can you go over all of this? <laughs> so there's going to be a full day devoted to Donald Trump's crimes. Professional Jay. rake steppers, brothers. I mean, that Brett, is that not the perfect example of a professional rake stepper? I've been questioned whether or not I knew the phrase from people in the chat. Brett, back me up. That no, that, you're 100 right. No, that's it's such a good call. I mean, it's the it's the exact definition of that. And, and, and Ben's so right. Like we're lucky that they're we're lucky. <laughs> we're very lucky that they're dumb because if they weren't, it would be a, a much greater risk. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, like they don't have the support of the American people on any of this stuff. And and the more they dig their heels in on Trump, and the more they go, you know, they take this weird kind of attitude that they take of like, you're making me vote for him. You're ma- okay. Okay. Support Trump. We Listen, we don't care. Like, like do it at your own peril. You're going to lose every election. Like that's, what's going to happen. And like, we've seen this time and time again, it was like, Oh, the Democrats, they're, they're, they're power, they're power hungry. And this impeachment against Donald Trump, it's going to ensure a Donald Trump reelection for sure. It's definitely going to happen now. There's no stopping Donald Trump after the impeachment. Wrong wrong didn't happen got lost actually like by the most votes like like joe biden got the most votes in history out of any president actually uh the mar-a-lago search oh the gop it's gonna be a red wave now just watch red wave is coming they shouldn't have raided mar-a-lago wrong wrong again wrong elena this indictment is indictment against trump oh they messed with the wrong people it's gonna fire up those voters in wisconsin they don't care about their bodily autonomy and their voting rights no 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 they care about the indictment of donald trump there's gonna be a rush of people to the polls to vote for the fascist supreme court candidate that's what's gonna wrong 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 and these same people also and, and by the way it's not only maga people who say that stuff it's also no. like the media all the, the, the worst takes the worst takes and then the, the and, the, and then they'll go then they'll go hey let's devote 2 hours of our coverage going into local diners in this area and this red area to talk about how uh, blah 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 it, i mean the, the folks the legacy media is letting you down and so what i love about this movement is that the Midas Mighty, our listeners, our viewers, they don't just sit on the sidelines. Like they get involved and they make their voices heard. One of the easiest ways you can make your voices heard is is subscribing right now to this YouTube channel with the fastest growing pro-democracy YouTube channel in the world. And it's no shortage because of all your hard work and dedication of the folks that tune in and watch this video, watch this coverage over the CNNs of the world and over over the quote unquote legacy medias just because they're failing you. At a time when we need media to really be our backbone and support and show us what a pro-democracy coalition actually sticks, uh, stands for and looks like, they're letting you down and we're doing our best, our damnedest to make sure that we're delivering for you every single day. So please hit subscribe. Let's talk about what's happening in in real America, if, if we should. And by real America, I mean you know, actual Americans who care about this country, whether you're in the cities, whether you're in rural areas, I don't care if you're from Wisconsin, I don't care if you're from New York City, I don't care if you're from Texas, I don't care if you're from Los Angeles. They're all real Americans. Enough of this division coming from the Republican Party, who apparently they seem to be just have a, this get out of jail free card to just crap all over America whenever it's whenever they see fit. You have Marjorie Taylor Greene going on Tucker Carlson's show and going, New York City is disgusting. It's disgusting and it smells bad. It smells like 
poop. Like this is like legitimately what Marjorie Taylor Greene went on TV and said. And like, could you imagine for one second if a Democrat went on TV and said that about like small town Iowa or something? Right. Like, like it, it, it would be absolute mayhem. Like the, the response. And by the way, they deserve it too, because that's not how we speak about American cities, especially the most iconic American city and the most, one of the most iconic cities in the entire world. But in real America, when things are actually put on the ballot and democracy is allowed to work, guess what happens when things aren't gerrymandered? Guess what happens? Democrats win because these policies are a big, big, big deal. And so you saw this whole lead up to this Wisconsin race. You saw all those narratives also come into play and you saw, oh, well, it's all they're coming after Trump. So they're coming after you. And this is going to fire up the Republican base. And you don't know what you just did. Wrong again, because the, the people of Wisconsin showed up in major numbers. And Janet, Janet Protasewicz, oh. who's now the Supreme Court Justice of Wisconsin, won by 10 points, 10% as of 95% of the votes and more than 95% of the votes in as they tally just the remainder. 55.5% for Janet Protasewicz, 44.5% for Daniel Kelly. I mean, that's, that's beyond Massive. what any poll even showed. And why? It's because Janet Protasewicz was a candidate who ran on a pro-democracy platform. She openly ran on saying that I support bodily autonomy. I support voting rights. Uh, Wisconsin is, of course, a hotbed of these election conspiracy theories in 2020. And people were very concerned about what if this court is in right-wing hands in 2024 and Wisconsin goes to the Democrats. Well, what might happen? You know, Republicans might use the court system to overturn the results of the election. That's what they were planning to do. And guess what? Now they don't even have that option because people showed up. That's why your vote matters in every single election. And that's why we can't give up on any single election. That's why we need to pay attention to these races, to the Supreme Court races, to races for attorney general, to races for school board. Like We need to be yes. paying attention to all of these races because this right here could have massive, it will have massive implications on the 2024 election because it means your right to vote will be protected. That's right there is huge. It will have massive results on bodily autonomy. As you see states like Idaho banning interstate travel, which is not even something that is constitutional by any means whatsoever, you know that your right to choose in Wisconsin is safe because for the first time in a long while, in 15 years to be precise, pro-democracy coalition of judges runs that court. That is absolutely essential. And as we've seen, these courts are everything. And a lot of the energy in these votes came from Gen Z. Like I said, Republicans are losing the future. And just the absolute meltdown, guys, the meltdown we've seen from Republicans. I mean, this was a real headline also on Fox today. Fox goes, Republicans struggle to court young voters. Like they did a whole segment. <laughs> why, is this, why is this happening? Who could possibly be doing this? What's the reasoning behind this? Well, you. How about that? You, yeah, youth, you youth and your three, obedience right to Donald Trump, you three right in this picture and this, this panel, <laughs> you three. Why? I mean, this is like a meme, right, Jordy? It's like, it's yeah. like a meme, like, like it's, it's like a headline for themselves. You are the reason. Donald Trump is the reason. Marjorie Taylor Greene is the reason. And frankly, everyone in the Republican Party who doesn't stand up to Trump and repudiate his nonsense and the fascism of the party is the reason. And they're just not going to win them back ever, ever. They're mm -hmm. gone.
the can, I, can I say this about the race too? There's so many reasons why Wisconsin voters made the right decision. But I want to show you a brief clip of the Republican, the MAGA Republican candidate who lost, gave a shameful response in a phony non-concession concession speech. And you see here how the kind of Trump victim loser mentality has pervaded every aspect of this party, right? At the federal level with the MAGA Republicans in the House of Representatives to the local level with somebody running for a Supreme Court justice position. Watch Dan Kelly. This is so typical MAGA, no class Republican. Play this clip. I know, we don't have sound on the clip apparently, but in the clip, he says that I wish this was a circumstance that I would be able to concede to a worthy opponent, but my opponent is not a worthy opponent. That was the disgraceful statement that I think you did a better. I think you did. I I actually I did much prefer hearing it from you than I did hearing it from him. And before it gets lost and we move on, uh, can that be your permanent Marjorie Taylor Greene impression, Brett, like from here on out? Because that was hilarious. Yeah, I'll continue to I'll continue to mix it up. But But you know, but just like that, like just the way you delivered it that time, like just remember what you did that time and do that every time. And Brett, you mentioned you you mentioned that Fox photograph is like it should be a meme. You know the Fox defamation case brought by Dominion, the one point six billion dollar defamation case against Fox. That's set to go to trial like next week. Did you know that jury selection is next week? Dominion partially won their summary judgment. So the issue of falsity. Dominion's already demonstrated to the judge. So the jury's already going to be instructed that the statements made by Fox were false. And all Dominion is going to have to show is that Fox acted with actual malice. Fox completely lost their motion for uh, summary judgment. So the case goes to trial. Rupert Murdoch and his son, Lachlan Murdoch, tried to quash having to testify. They tried to quash any subpoena for them to show up. And the Delaware Superior Court judge, Judge Eric Davis, was like, why do you think you don't need to show up? Like, you're all over these documents. Like, you're there recognizing that what Donald Trump's saying is false. There are like emails from you and deposition transcripts where you basically say the reason that you kept platforming the lies is because of your uh, you wanted better ratings and that you continued you continued to have on these guests that you know lied for purposes of 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 ratings and that you could have stopped it like we saw those messages so of of course you got to testify jordy ben i got you so so this let's dub this everyone remembers malice in the palace this is uh malice in the maga palace this Ooh. is what's happening with the box right now with this dominion suit i cannot wait for Murdoch to jump on that stand, man. I think, it, I, I mean, my here's my non-legal perspective. He's going to take the stand, right, Ben? Come on. Rupert Murdoch? Yeah. He's got no choice. He's got no choice. They they tried to throw in, hey, we'll get you, <laughs> we'll get you Hannity, we'll get you Tucker, we'll get you Laura Ingraham. This is what they're trying to, they're trying to make trades. We'll get you Suzanne Scott. Look, you have all that's what they tried to do. Uh, wow. they, they, said, they said, you have all these other witnesses. We even give you the president. We'll give you Suzanne Scott. 
She'll have to testify, but you don't need to reach the apex person because you're already going to get the testimony. And the judge is like, no, the apex witness here, the apex meaning the highest witness here, is of course going to have to testify. You're, you're in the messages. You, you, you're the one saying that, like, you know it's a lie, but you should keep platforming these people. Like, what are you MAGA talking about? The, so we will, of course, the be MAGA covering. Palace. Right. We will, That's of course, good, Jay. Be, That's good. I got you. And that, that. That, that made up for your earlier take. That's impressive. That's quality. Wonderful. Like, Wonderful. Uh, Thanks, everybody. High fives all around. Great. <laughs> and more big wins for special counsel Jack Smith. An already devastating week for Donald Trump gets even more devastating. You've got former Vice President Pence saying that he's not going to appeal a lower court order which compelled his testimony. Another big court of appeals decision compelling other Trump top former aides to testify. Let's talk about that, but let's take one more quick break. Oh, hey, when did you get here? Let's take a quick break to talk about our next partner, Henson Shaving. Look, everyone knows how annoying cheap razors are. The cuts, the irritation, the frustration. And don't get me started with subscription razor services, the headaches that those can cause. That's why you gotta meet Henson Shaving. Henson Shaving is a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the ISS. That's the International Space Station and Mars Rover, and now they're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Razor blades, they're like diving boards. The longer the board, the more wobble, the more wobble, the more nicks, cuts, and scrapes. A bad shave, it, it isn't a blade problem, it's an extension problem. By using aerospace grade CNC machines, Henson makes metal razors that extend just 0.0013 inches, which is less than the thickness of human hair. That means a secure and stable blade with a vibration-free shave. It gets better. The razor has built-in channels to evacuate hair and cream, which makes clogging virtually impossible. Seriously, Henson Shaving wants the best razor, not the best razor business. That means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, and no obsolescence. The Henson Razor, it works with standard dual-edge blades to give you that old-school shave with the benefit of new-school tech. Once you own the Henson Razor, it's only about $3 to $5 per year to replace the blades. My first shave with the Henson Razor was incredibly refreshing. The design is sleek and the durability is top notch. The Henson Razor is truly much better than your run-of-the-mill quote-unquote traditional razor brand. And the affordability factor is absolutely game-changing. No more wasting your money on expensive blades. With Henson Shaving, you get a year of blades for just $5. Okay, so here's what you have to do. It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit hensonshaving.com slash Midas to pick the razor for you and use code Midas and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. Just make sure to add them to your cart. That's 100 free blades when you head to H-E-N-S-O-N S-H-A-V-I-N-G dot com slash Midas and use code Midas. And now let's take a quick break to talk about our next partner, Lomi. Now, I've never been able to compost before. It was always too complicated, too much work, and frankly, I don't think I even knew exactly if I was doing it right. Then I got a Lomi. Lomi allows me to turn my food scraps into dirt with just the push of a button. Lomi is a countertop electric composter that turns scraps to dirt in under four hours. There's no smell when it runs, and it's really quiet. 
Thanks to Lomi, I have way less garbage each week. My family, we're down from three bags per week to just one. And here's something pretty cool. My wife, she recently started gardening and we've been able to use the dirt that Lomi produces to help fill the garden. And since I got my Lomi, I throw out way less garbage. That means it's not going to landfills and producing methane. Instead, I turn my waste into nutrient-rich dirt that I can feed to my plants. I feel so great knowing that I'm composting and creating soil instead of waste. And I have basically a limitless supply of dirt for my garden. The other week I had my in-laws over for dinner and the food cleanup process was such a breeze. Plus they all think I'm super eco-conscious now. If you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleanup after dinner that much easier, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash Midas and use the promo code Midas to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to Lomi.com slash Midas and use promo code Midas at checkout. Food waste is gross. Let Lomi save you a cold trip out to the garbage can. Welcome back to the Midas Touch podcast. I said we were going to talk about Jack Smith first, but I, I think that with and all the breaking you news, control the show, you can you could change, you could pivot. Let's pivot. Should I pivot? I think Let's with pivot. the breaking news coming out of Tennessee, yes. and Brett's been following that very, very, very closely. Um, we should give people the up to date because we are recording this live. What's going on right now? Essentially, as we are recording, Brett. Yeah, I mean, what we saw today in Tennessee was just one of the most absolutely disgrace, most disgraceful moments in American history. So for those of you who don't know, in the wake of the Nashville shooting, the horrific shooting, uh, there were protests at the Capitol in Tennessee. And the protests were to push lawmakers to pass legislation for gun safety reform. Sounds pretty reasonable to me. After a mass shooting, the young people of Tennessee rose up and they said, do something, lawmakers, do something. So what did the Tennessee Republicans end up doing? Well, they ended up putting up a vote to expel three Democratic members of the Tennessee House who stood with the protesters demanding action on gun violence. That's how sick these people are. When they saw dead bodies in that school in Tennessee, what they decided to do was let's punish the Democrats fighting to solve this problem. Let's punish the activists trying to solve this problem. I mean, this it just rips my heart out of my chest. It is so absolutely disgusting. So they held these uh, these expulsion hearings today. And somehow it was even worse than you could have even imagined. Like the results of it were somehow even more disgraceful than we were even expecting. And so first, I just want to take you through it just briefly. I want to take you through the vibe in the Tennessee Capitol today with activists chanting, telling their own government, telling these Republicans to stop what they are doing calling them out for being fascist, calling them out for their inaction on gun violence. Here are the protesters at the Capitol today. If I could find the protesters at the Capitol today. <laughs> um, let me find the protesters. Okay, so I can't find that clip right now. I know, big Brett fail. What are you going to do about it? No, we're um, not. We're not. Hey, 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 hey. Do not hey. be that hard on yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. I guess what, guys? I, 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 I pull up so many clips. You pull up so many clips. I have about 100 clips. Hey, 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 hey. You're doing great. Great editor. Hey, thanks, great. You do really great work. We love you. Don't worry. It's fine. Here are the chants in the cabin. I haven't mislabeled. That's why. No, 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 Brett. Look, 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 look. It's okay. We love you. 
We love okay. it. Okay. 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 Stop it. Stop it. Stop. It. Okay. okay. So basically what, what the Tennessee Republicans ended up doing today was somehow even more disgusting than we could have even imagined. What they did is they voted to expel. Remember, they had votes for three members of the House who had been known as the Tennessee Three. These are representatives, Gloria Johnson, Justin Jones and Justin Pearson. And we actually had two of those Tennessee representatives here on the Midas Touch podcast. And I hope that you guys go back and listen or watch those episodes. You could look them up on our YouTube channel or on our podcast feed. We had a representative Gloria Johnson and we had a representative Justin Jones on the Midas Touch podcast as guests. Some of my favorite episodes. I was so inspired to have them on the show. And so what did the Tennessee House Republicans end up doing? They voted to expel Justin Jones. Then they voted not to expel Gloria Johnson, and then they voted to expel Justin Pearson. So to be clear, what they ended up doing is they ended up expelling the two black members of the Tennessee House who stood with the protesters, and then they let Gloria Johnson skate with one vote. If you want to show how racist you are, Republicans, guess what? You did a damn good job of it today. I mean, you cannot be any more on the nose than that. But what these Republicans don't realize what they just did is I really think that they just created a monster. You know, I, I think they don't know what they just unleashed on themselves because these three, Gloria Johnson, Justin Jones, and Justin Pearson, they're going to be a thorn in their side forever. And they just made them iconic. They just made them the ultimate martyrs here. And everybody is rallying to their defense. And now they have the biggest megaphone imaginable. And guess what? The young people in Tennessee are not going to be silent in the face of this. And I want to just play you some moments now from some of the speeches. So here's a moment. Um, hopefully the audio works. Uh, af after uh, First, I want to play you Justin Pearson's speech because I found this just so incredibly inspiring. Uh, this is right as they were voting to expel him. We and you are seeking to expel District 86's representation from this house in a country that was built on a protest. In a country that was built on a protest. You who celebrate July 4th, 1776, pop fireworks and eat hot dogs. You say to protest is wrong because you spoke out of turn, because you spoke up for people who are marginalized. You spoke up for children who won't ever be able to speak again. You spoke up for parents who don't want to live in fear. You spoke up for, for, for Larry Thorne who was murdered by gun violence. You spoke up for people that we don't want to care about in a country built on people who speak out of turn, who spoke out of turn, who fought out of turn to build a nation. I come from a long line of people who have resisted. I mean, you hear wow. one, you hear just a few words by Justin Pearson there, and you kind of see why, in addition to the blatant racism of these Republicans, you see why they wanted him out. Because he's effective. Because he knows how to speak to people in a way that Tennessee Republicans wish they could. And I want to just I want you to listen to how this Tennessee representative just so talked down to Justin Pearson on the floor of the House. This guy's name is Representative Farmer, and he had the most belittling, most disrespectful, most racist rant today on the floor, which could have been taken directly from like a like a a movie about racism that was like 
like written very on the nose. Like this is the racist character who you need to watch. This is the evil racist man who you need to watch. And then watch Justin Pearson's response to Representative Farmer. I mean, even the name, right? <laughs> Here's the clip. Here in this Tennessee General Assembly, that's why you're standing there because of that temper tantrum that day, for that yearning to have attention. That's what you wanted, but you're getting it now. So I just advise you, if you want to conduct business in this house, file a bill, be recognized, stand there and present it, and pass it. All you gotta do is pass the bill. Representative Pierce. Now, you all heard that. How many of you would want to be spoken to that way? How many of you would want to be spoken to that way? We're not talking about politics. We're not talking about even gun violence. How many of you would want to be spoken to that way? The reason that I believe the sponsor of this legislation, of this resolution, spoke that way is because he's comfortable doing it. Because there's a decorum that allows it. There's a decorum that allows you to belittle people. We didn't belittle nobody. I mean, powerful words from Justin Pearson and just absolutely appalling rhetoric from these Tennessee Republicans. And just to put this into a little bit of perspective also, there is currently to this day, a Tennessee representative that openly admitted to molesting young kids, to openly admitted he was a, a basketball coach for a high school team. He openly admitted to molesting his, his, his the, the girls on the team and admitted it, apologized to them over the phone. It's all recorded. It's been reported on. And Gloria Johnson, actually, who was the one who was ultimately saved from expulsion today by one vote. She was the one who called them out on it, and they and she demanded his expulsion. She demanded the expulsion because he molested kids. What He's did the Tennessee Republican. Republicans do? What did the Tennessee Republicans do? The Tennessee Republicans protected their own. They protected their molester. They did not expel him, and in fact, they elevated him. That's what these sickos did. If you want to show decorum, absolutely, absolutely disgusting. I want to play you now briefly. Justin Jones is uh, what the comments that Justin Jones, Democrat who got expelled today as well. Some of the comments that he gave to the media, which I thought were very powerful and important for all, all you to hear. This does not seem like America. To expel voices of opposition and dissent um, is a signal of authoritarianism and it is very dangerous. And I hope that as a nation watches that, that we that we we put this, this light on Tennessee to say that this should sound the alarm across the nation that we're entering into very dangerous territory. So this is setting a precedent that any member who voices dissent or opposition can be expelled from the legislative body. This is very unprecedented in Tennessee, um, and this has never happened in our history. But what the nation is seeing is that we don't have democracy in Tennessee. It's silenced more poorly than just me. My district, 78,000 people have lost their, their vote and their voice because of the extreme actions of this body. And so I'll continue to show up and, and we must continue to hold them accountable. And I will continue to show up with the people and continue to, 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 you know, to demand action on common sense gun laws because what we were saying was let's, let us pass an assault weapons ban. Let's take action. And they responded by assaulting democracy.
I mean, I, I cannot certainly say it better than that. And I also want to just highlight Representative Gloria Johnson, who was not expelled. Her, the vote for her uh, failed 65 to 30. And she was asked by the media, you know, one of the most kind of obvious questions, was there a difference in the outcome? What, what do you think was the difference between you not getting expelled and the other two getting expelled? And uh, she said, I'll answer your question. Maybe it has something to do with the color of our skin. Maybe that. And I thought that was powerful words and a great defense by Representative Gloria Johnson of her Mm -hmm. peers there, which I think is important. I mean, these are all fighters, though. You know, Gloria Johnson's not going away. Justin Jones, not going away. Mm -hmm. Justin Pearson, not going away. Mm -hmm. And in fact, they could just run again also. Like, Like they're ultimately going to run again per Tennessee law. They're able to run again in the coming special election. And all these Republicans did, Jordy, professional rake steppers, they just made these representatives, they just made their megaphone that much bigger. They just made their platforms that much bigger. And they awoke Gen Z once again. And then they wonder with all those Fox News chirons, why are we losing Gen Z? Why are we losing voters? Why did we lose the Wisconsin Supreme Court race by 10%? Well, maybe because of all this. How about that? And the blowback from this is going to be absolutely massive. And I hope it's more than just that electorally. I do hope that the Department of Justice finds some ways to step in here. I do hope there's some other action that can be taken because I think this was a blatantly unconstitutional move taken by these Tennessee Republicans. Absolutely uh, detestable move. But I think it's important that this is being shown, that there is sunlight being put on this and that everybody now is speaking about it. This and I think it's important that we highlight and elevate the voices of these three representatives um, because this is our democracy, people, and this is really this is what matters. And then when the MAGA Republicans though like engage in unlawful conduct like that, and if the Department of Justice intervenes, right. what do they do? They cry and they whine. Politicization. This is a this, Biden's politicizing the DOJ. No, you just engaged in heinous, unlawful conduct in violation of federal laws. It would be politicization not to pursue it. It was politicization that until this past week, Donald Trump has not been arrested. Mm -hmm. That's the politicization because in a country of law and order, law and order means that no one is above the law. And so it's not shocking. I think we have the post from uh, Donald Trump as he's being criminally investigated and rightfully so, his post where he says, defund the FBI, defund the Department of Justice. And then Marjorie Taylor Greene comes in and echoes that and goes, yeah, I couldn't agree more with you. Trump's post on his social media platform, all in caps, like the maniac that he is. Republicans in Congress should defund the DOJ and FBI. Can you pull that back up one more time? Because I don't memorize it. You don't memorize um, his statements? I'm no, 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 I don't memorize it. <laughs> Republicans in Congress should defund the DOJ and FBI until they come to their senses. The Democrats have totally weaponized law enforcement in our country and are viciously using this abuse of power to interfere with our already under siege elections. And then Marjorie Taylor Greene says, I couldn't agree more, Mr. President. Like she still calls him president, right? This is exactly what I'm talking about when I say we need to use the, what's it, the Holman rule to rein in the Democrats' weaponization of government. And so that's what they're talking about. Defund the FBI, defund the CIA, defund ATF. It's such a good pattern you pointed out before though, Ben. It's like they they do the illegal acts and then there are consequences for those illegal acts. And then they claim 
weaponization, weaponization. Yep. And then they end up committing more illegal acts. And then once again, they get prosecuted for those extra illegal acts or investigated for, and then they go, look, I'm being weaponized against again. It's like, no, you keep committing crimes. And then when you're called out on it, you commit more crimes. And that's what's happening here. So maybe stop committing the crimes and you'd stop getting uh, all this attention on you and all these investigations. How about that? You know, it's just a totally lawless entity. As you said, it's not a political party. Like it's a lawless cult that flagrantly puts its middle finger right at the scales of justice, right as the wheels of justice turn every single day combined with idiocracy. I do want to mention the big wins by special counsel Jack Smith. Mad dog. Mad dog. Oh, man. So uh, former <laughs> vice is a, is a good week for special counsel Jack Smith. Former vice president Mike Pence has said that he is not going to appeal any further the federal court's ruling that he would be compelled to testify on, on mostly all of his communications with Donald Trump and on most things that are relevant to special counsel Jack Smith. So Pence argued that under the speech and debate clause that he should be treated the same way a senator or a member of the House of Representatives would be treated where legitimate legislative conduct uh, is immunized from you having to testify about it if it's deemed legitimate legislative activity. And he argued that his ceremonial position as president of the Senate immunizes him from having to ever give testimony, and that should block his testimony. And the federal judge is like, look, idiot, basically, like, look. Uh, <laughs> The moment when you were in that ceremonial role, when you served as the president of the Senate, fine. You, you, you can have that immunized. We won't even go there. So you don't have to testify about what happened when you were counting the electoral votes. But all of the other communications before January 6th and after, when you were not in that ceremonial role, you are going to have to testify. That's what Jack Smith wanted anyway. So it was a big win for Jack Smith. And frankly, you know, Pence is such a coward that, you know, Pence almost wanted that ruling too. Like Pence now wants to go to the, you know, MAGA Republicans and go, see, nothing I can do here. The judge forced my hand. I couldn't, you know, but that's why Pence filed the objection in the first place so that he can get the cover of an order to say, look, I'm just following the court's order, you know, in the Pence, you know, in the Pence way. Look, Law and order means I must follow what goes. told me, you know, and, and that's why. But but Pence, the, the bottom line and the headline here, Pence, a former vice president, is going to testify before the grand jury about all of wow. his communications with Donald Trump, all of his observations, all of the threats that were coming from Donald Trump. All, all of that will go before the grand jury and will go before the grand jury soon, as well as all this testimony now from all these former top Trump aides because the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals denied Trump's appeal where Trump was asserting executive privilege. Trump lost in the federal court. Then he went on Newsmax or one of these propaganda networks and said, I'm not going to file an appeal. I've got nothing to hide appeal filed right away because the guy lies about literally everything. So he appealed that. And then the uh, DC Circuit Court of Appeals, like within just a few days, denied that appeal. Like the pace of the way things are going to lets me know also 
that we're getting closer to a criminal indictment. And it also lets me know that the courts have seen something different recently. Remember, they see that it's all under seal, so we don't have that testimony. But they've seen testimony very recently that is, to me, very clear indication that there is some more very, very, very kind of present dangers if the if the things do not move quickly, because this is moving far quicker right now than any normal appeal. Normally, appellate procedure can take weeks or months, and now everything's moving in days, which to me is a sign that we're getting very closer to mm. it. And also that the Court of Appeals has seen something. And I could tell you what my theory is about, about what they've seen recently. We, we've seen some of this reporting about some of the new evidence that special counsel Jack Smith has. And there's one thing that stood out based on the questioning he's been asking witnesses. And it's that Donald Trump may have been showing, may, I mean, he obviously did, but you know, he's, but the questions are that he may have been showing these secret classified records to some of the donors and to people, um, you know, in, in, in his inner circle um, and, and people who would show up at Mar-a-Lago who shouldn't have seen it. I think that's one of the things that have come out very recently. Um, and also remember there was testimony of Trump's lawyer, Evan Corcoran. The court found that the crime fraud exception applied, blocking the assertion of attorney-client privilege uh, and forcing Evan Corcoran to testify about uh, Donald Trump's obstruction of justice. So things are moving quicker. Um, and based on this new court of appeals uh, decision, uh, people like Mark Meadows, Dan Scavino, former national security advisor, Robert O'Brien, Ken Cuccinelli. Cuccinelli, a former top Department of Homeland Security deputy, went back in. As soon as that order happened, they got Cuccinelli back in, testified, I think, on uh, April 4th. John McKinty, one of Donald Trump's uh, former kind of top close like assistants and advisors, all of them will be testifying before the grand jury. Uh, one thing to, to focus on, because I think this will come up, um, I think we're going to find out that some of these individuals will be invoking their Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. My prediction, I, I like to make these predictions because I think they're, they're going to be accurate. I think Meadows is going to invoke his Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. And then Special Counsel Jack Smith is going to uh, provide what's called derivative use immunity to get the testimony from Mark Meadows, where mm. only with respect to Meadows' testimony within the grand jury Will he be? Will he be granted immunity for things that he says that day? He can't commit perjury; that's a crime, or things that are derived from that testimony. But it's it's easy to give Mark Meadows derivative use immunity because all of the crimes that Meadows likely committed are known before the grant of derivative use immunity anyway. So giving him that derivative use immunity, preventing him from invoking his Fifth Amendment rights seems like a no-brainer. And I bet you Meadows' lawyers are trying to negotiate that as we speak. So stay tuned for that. And then you could come back and when when that prediction's accurate, we could <laughs> we, 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 we could go from there. And I guess just finally and, and very quickly, you know, I, I did a whole video on this. So I don't want to like spend so much time on it again because there's a really good video where we did this breakdown uh, on Clarence Thomas, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, um, this ProPublica story was, um, you know, is a blockbuster report that they made. Um, how this top Republican donor, this real estate magnate, I think this person just inherited all of his money. His name is Harlan Crow. For about two decades, spent millions of dollars on lavish gifts 
to Clarence Thomas. We're talking about private jets. We're talking about super yachts. We're talking about some of the most exotic trips, 162-foot super yacht, a Bombardier Global 5000 jet. And Clarence Thomas would just like jet hop on this Bombardier uh, 5000 jet, like even not on these long trips. Like every summer they would like take trips together. But like Clarence Thomas would just like use this jet to like fly to like this place or that place, even like took it according to the report to like New Haven, which would normally cost about $70,000 to take that bombardier. He could have taken public transportation to New Haven, right? And rather than do that from DC, he take he would take this bombardier five thousand jet to New Haven. And, and by the way, this is not just unethical; like this is a crime. Like on his disclosure forms, where it says gifts, and you have to list gifts above like four hundred bucks. He like he checks the no box. Like this is the level of lawlessness of the MAGA Republicans, and, and the story just gets so like so corrupt. I mean, there's like, you know, <laughs> it's ridiculous. So Camp Topridge is this like uh, private resort that this Harlan Crow guy owns in the Adirondacks. And like when you go into the Camp Topridge where uh, Clarence Thomas would like chill every summer and hang out and there's like this massive painting and like on the painting you've got like leonard leo the head of the federalist society there and you've got this guy like mark paleta who is like one of the he worked in the trump administration and he's one of like the main people who advocates against any oversight of the united states supreme court but you know and, and then at this like camp you know the report talks about how like executives from verizon and price waterhouse you know, Coopers would be there and the right wing group American Enterprise Institute think tank, you know, which, by the way, does a lot of things that go before the Supreme Court. But, you know, and then there's always like the gaslighting, right? Like Harlan Crow admitted that all this thing, all these things happen. He's like, he's just a good friend of mine. We never talked about anything of the court, you know, nor did any of these things try to influence decisions of the uh, Supreme Court. But look, we're talking about two decade long. We're talking about millions of dollars in gifts. Like this trip in 2019 in Indonesia where the bombardier jet flew them, like the, the bombardier jet alone would cost a few hundred thousand bucks. Then there's a super yacht with private chefs. You know, then one of the things too is like Clarence Thomas and all of his statements, he's like, you know, uh, be, you know, before this, I'm just, a, I'm just a simple guy. I like to hang out in the parking lots Ugh. of Walmarts and, um, you know, I prefer just to hang out, you know, in, in, in RV parks rather than go to Europe or anything like that. I mean, you know, meanwhile, they've got like, you know, like the, the, the level of like ostentatiousness. They got like Harry Potter bronze statutes with gnomes that serve milkshakes with 1950 styles. Soda fountains. Like you can't, you can't make this stuff up, but you know, it's not funny. You know, it's it's criminal. A retired federal judge, Nancy Gertner, explained it's incomprehensible that someone to that someone would do this former federal judge. And and to me, I would just say this to Nancy. It's reprehensible, but it's definitely not incomprehensible because I think, as you've seen, this is who the MAGA Republican Party is. And we need media to tell the truth. And because large media networks have failed, we created the Midas Media Network to, to just tell the truth. Like, these are facts, facts. And we're not going to be gaslit. We're not going to gas make, make you gaslit. Like, 
These are the facts. We're going to call fascists fascists. We're going to call criminals criminals. We're not going to give these people's name like conservatives when they're nothing conservative about them. And we are going to stand for truth, compassion, honesty, decency, humanity, intelligence. And we love our country. We love our constitution. We want to make things better here, though. Of course, of course, we do. That's because we love our uh, we love our country. We don't just hold up constitutions and hold up flags just for the performative act. Like our conduct shows that we love our country. When I say our, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about this pro democracy community that we're a part of, that you're a part of, that you created. That's why. The most important thing about this network is that it's not just some sterile network, right? It is a movement and it is a movement that's led by you. And so the way you can help with this movement is just spread the word. Subscribe here, share these videos, share the YouTube channel, talk about the Midas Touch Network, use the information you get here to educate others. You are the change maker here. You're the one who's going to make the difference. So please share this wherever you can. You can subscribe to our audio podcast as well. That helps us a lot. So if you want to know one of the ways that you can help out, if you subscribe to YouTube, also subscribe to our audio podcast. Just search whatever your podcast device is. So on your phone or if you've got Apple or Spotify or your computer, wherever you listen to podcasts, just search Midas Touch Podcast, subscribe. And you may want to listen to this more than once to make sure you get all of the information. So subscribe on the audio podcast as well. And for all the audio listeners, please, you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel too. Also, if you want to help with the funding of this network, no pressure if you if you can't. Don't worry if you can't. But you can check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Midas Touch. For those YouTube viewers, you're looking at our honorary producer page. That is one of the membership tiers where your name appears. You can get it in your name. You can get it in the name of an organization. Like you see, for example, here, there's Bipolar Support Club International. So, so you can get in the name of, of an or however you want to do it. Um, if you already are an honorary producer and you want to get an honorary producer for someone else, you, just let, you could tell us the name you want us to put up there. Um, and if you want to be anonymous, you can be anonymous too. Just, just let us know that. Uh, but there's lots of other exclusive membership benefits and we're not funded by any outside investors. So it's purely grassroots funded. Um, and if you want to contribute, just go to patreon.com slash Midas Touch. Also check out store.midastouch.com for the best pro-democracy gear, official Midas Touch gear, 100 100% union made, 100% made in the USA. Indictment season. T-shirts are definitely a bestseller. Go to store.midastouch.com. Thank you all for spending this time with us. It is a true honor to spend this time with all the Midas Mighty out there. We love you so much. We thank you for all of your hard work, for your support of our country, for our world, for, for our democracy. So thank you from the bottom of all of our hearts. Until next time, Jordy, take it away. Shout out to the Midas Mighty! Lock him up! Indictment season is upon us. Celebrate with the new Indictment season t-shirt and v-neck exclusively at store.midastouch.com. 